Podcast Answer Man, episode number 86. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Podcast Answer Man. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and I just want to say special thank you to those of you who are listening, because if you are listening to this, that means you are a Plus member, and I am so excited to have you a part of this community. It really is a blessing, and today we are uh, basically going to be benefited by another blessing, and that is another episode with uh, Jay Berkowitz from 10goldenrules.com. Now, Jay in the last episode gave us a lot of wonderful insight and information on how to best optimize your blog or your website so that it'll be picked up by Google and have all that wonderful search engine traffic coming to you. People can find you. Uh, but today we're going to just turn switch gears just a little bit. And in this interview, uh, we're going to talk about something that maybe you haven't heard about as far as a strategy for getting exposure about your podcast. Uh, and this is called the press release strategy. Now, once again, I admit to you guys that, um, you know, when it comes to to basically marketing your show, I have not gone out of my way to try to find ways to make this happen beyond some of the techniques that I've used. And 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 I'll just do a quick refresher for you. Uh, some things that I have done to help, you know, basically get the word out about my show is number one, I'm very active in uh, social media. So I'm very active on Facebook. I'm very active on Twitter. I'm also very active in uh, the Plurk community. And so I definitely have a presence there and not just have a presence, but I'm I'm actually involving myself in the conversation. Another thing that I do to help get the word out is basically I'm making sure that I'm blogging uh, about the things that are that I'm passionate about. And so people do find me just through national or natural organic search, meaning that, you know, they're just typing in. They, they want to know how to do a mix minus on a mixer. And uh, I encourage you anytime you want to just simply go to Google.com and type in two words. Uh, it's mixer, M-I-X-E-R, then put a space and then put in the word mix minus as one word. So and that's M-I-X-M-I-N-U-S. And so mixer space mix minus and uh, you will be amazed at how many times I show up. And I didn't do anything special. All I did was create a video that talked about how to do something that I'm extremely passionate about that I wanted to share with other people. And 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 it just took off like wildfire. And so many people have found out about us through those means. Now, uh, another thing that I'll just... Uh, basically bring up and refresh your memory on if you haven't heard me say it in a while is is to really get involved in, and listen to other podcasts that are interesting to you and chances are that if you are listening to podcasts that you are just completely interested in and you love to listen to every single episode of that podcast chances are that because that show interests you there's a good possibility, a great chance that the listeners of that podcast, the other listeners, also share some kind of interest or passion with you personally. And so if that podcaster has a community, uh, 
get involved in it, but don't get involved in it for the wrong reasons. Don't do any of these things just to get listeners. And and I'm sure you'll hear that through this interview and through everything else I tell you. You know, this just, podcasting is just not about getting numbers. And for me, anyway, for me, I believe in community. I believe in relationships. And 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 the one thing I'll give you as a last word of warning, and I've said this time and time again in the podcast, Answer Man, simply avoid the temptation to ignore the fact that you have an audience already. I mean, so many people are so interested in adding to their numbers. It's like, gosh, Cliff, um, I really wish, you know, you, you talk about you have this and you have this many listeners. You know, you know, I only have 49 people who are downloading my podcast on a regular basis. And I say to that person, that's 49 people is amazing. That's 49 people who listen to you and devote what, however, whatever the length and consistent or the 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 frequency at which you release your episodes, that is how much time out of their life they are giving to you and and devoting their attention to. It's, and that's amazing to have forty nine people. And and I will tell you, um, for those of you who have forty nine listeners, my suggestion is not to go ramp right into SEO or search engine optimization or to ramp right into press releases. If you got 49 listeners, my suggestion is to get involved and invest in a relationship with those 49 people. And what will happen and what I've found is that when you invest in people's lives, it, it, people want to reciprocate what you've built into them and they will go out and they will will be an evangelist for your content. And that's just what I've seen over and over again. But, you know, what do I know? But anyway, uh, the thing is, is that you don't want to do what I do. Okay, and um, just a little word of warning here for those of you who are following, you know, my every move. Uh, you don't want to do what I do. And that is get so bogged down and doing so much content that you neglect doing some of these things that you can do to help get the word out, which is search engine optimization. I, I must say that I'm going to take notes, as I said last time, and I'm going to really sit down and say, okay, what do I need? I should spend some time, devote some time, and and make a couple of tweaks here and there. It wouldn't hurt to get the word out to quite a few more people. I mean, you know, I do want to grow. Uh, it, it, it is something that is going to mean something for me moving forward. So I, I definitely want to do that. And this press release uh, uh, strategy that you're about ready to hear from Jay Berkowitz is amazing. And, uh, you know, I'm just very excited that he agreed to come and share some of these insights that normally people are paying lots of money to talk with Jay Berkowitz to get this information. And so here we are bringing it to you. Uh, and I just want to once again say thank you so much for being a Plus member. And I'm just going to go ahead and play the interview and let it take us out to the end of the show. Thank you very much. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs> Okay, everybody, we're back once again with Jay Berkowitz from over at 10goldenrules.com. And so glad that you're here to jo- to share some more knowledge and insights with us, Jay. Uh, welcome back to the show. Thanks, Cliff. It's great to be back. It, it seems like forever since we last spoke. <laughs> Doesn't it? It does. So, uh, yeah, Technically speaking, we're we're continuing on our recording here right after the last re- last I can't talk 
the last episode. But uh, we want to continue on our discussion on how to promote your podcast, uh, basically through other means outside of Google searches. Now, Google searching is definitely something that is prominent. And of course, for podcasters, getting in iTunes is is very good, especially if you have your podcast named correctly. And I've talked about that in previous episodes. Let's move beyond search engines and iTunes and talk about press releases. What are press, what are press releases first off? Well, I mean, let's differentiate between old-fashioned press releases and new press releases. Okay. And I think, I think it's time that marketers understand the paradigm has changed. The most important result for a, a press release, in my opinion, is not getting picked up in your local paper. That's okay. great. You know, we were in our local business paper and we were in our local, um, uh, you know, the, the local paper here in, in Florida. And you get a spur, spurt of activity and you get a couple calls over a couple weeks. Um, we were in the Wall Street Journal and it was amazing and we got all kinds of coverage for, for a couple weeks. And of course, the links were extremely valuable. But those hits come so infrequently. I believe the most important audience for your press release today is Google. The first page of Google for the keyword phrases that people would be searching for, looking for your products and services, not searches where they're looking for, um, you know, your brand name. Because if you if your site doesn't come up for the name of your podcast or the name of your company or your personal name, then you got a you know a lot of work to do. I mean, let's assume that most of the folks here have a unique enough name and a unique unique enough podcast that that the name of their actual show comes up. But what you want to come up for are the services that you provide as a business or the type of podcast that you have. So the press release becomes an opportunity if you optimize it for the search engines. So we call it a web optimized press release or SEO PR are a couple different phrases that people use to talk about the combination of strategy and tactics. And essentially there's 10 steps um, everything we do at 10 Golden Rules, there's 10 steps, <laughs> as you might guess. Do you ever have but to just we, make no. up the 10th one, Jay? Just out of, All the just, time. Okay. All the time. <laughs> Actually, you know what happens to me is I normally have so much. Like when I present, I always do 10 tips or 10 steps or 10 strategies. I normally have to combine three or four into one. But there's, there's really, uh, this one's been tried and true for about three years. We've been doing these web optimized press releases. So there's 10 steps. The first step is you've got to figure out a theme or a topic. And, you know, what we're trying to do here is we're trying to get a press release picked up on the first page of Google. So a theme or a topic can come from really two, two places. Number one, you can have real news. Like, for example, when I interviewed Craig Newmark, the founder of Craigslist, or we just used a, an Internet marketing methodology where we looked at a bunch of free Internet tools and we evaluated who was going to win the U.S. election. And we actually used this methodology and made the call you know, well before the election. And we correctly predicted not only that Barack Obama would win, win the U.S. election, but last August 2007, we predicted that Obama and McCain would win their party's candidacies. So we had real news there. The other way to, to go about it is you actually deliver your news based on the keyword phrases that you want to target. So you can actually make up a headline and make up a press release that's pretty light news. You know, it's not like we predicted the winner of the U.S. election. It's more like, um, you know, we have a podcast about search engine marketing tips and we want to talk about search engine marketing tips because we want to use that keyword phrase 
in our press release. So the first step, you brainstorm you know, with, with yourself or your team and you figure out, okay, what are a couple of the themes? We either have a news story or we're going to make one up based on the keyword phrase. Then you do your keyword research. And on an earlier show, we talked about using either word tracker or keyword discovery. And there are two tools that are going to tell you how many times in an average day, in an average 24-hour period, people search different phrases. And you want to pick phrases that are highly searched but not that highly competitive. So, for example, the phrase search engine optimization has a lot of competitors. But the phrase search engine optimization companies or best search engine optimization companies would have fewer competing websites that are competing for that exact phrase. So you pick the phrase that you're going to target and you pick two or three phrases and each phrase is going to be used, if you can, in the title and the subtitle of the press release. So the third step is to incorporate those keyword phrases in the title and the subtitle of the press release. And the subtitle is often overlooked, but it's another great opportunity and it's seen as very important in those search engine algorithms. So you weave those phrases into the title and subtitle. And then the fourth step is you're going to actually write your press release. And you're going to use those target two or three phrases two or three times throughout the the body of the press release. And you want to pay particular attention to try and get the phrase, your main phrase, and if you can, the other two phrases, in the first paragraph, in the body of the press release, and as close to the bottom of the press release as you can. And there's a little trick we use to get them at the bottom of the press release. You always, in most press releases, you're going to have an about us section where you just, it's called a boilerplate in old fashioned PR terms. Right. And you're going to, you know, you might have the GSPN TV about us section. And it's really easy to just quickly rewrite your about us section and include those two or three target keyword phrases into that section. So, you know, GSPN TV is a network of podcasts about search engine marketing tips. <laughs> you know, podcast equipment setups and the lost TV show or whatever the three keyword phrases that you're targeting. Right. Use that exact phrase in that boilerplate. So what you've done in the fourth step is you've written your press release. You've included those phrases two or three times throughout the body of that press release. The fifth step is the most important in this, in this tactic of press releases to get picked up in the search engines. And that's you put the press release on your website first. And so many people take a press release and they put it on the, on the wire service. And then maybe if they think about it, they'll add that press release to their website. But really what this strategy is all about is adding more content to your website and getting that content picked up in the search engines so that people come to your website. It's really nice if they read the press release out there on, you know, one or 200 other websites that might pick up your press release. And they do, by the way. You know, other, other sites all pick up your press release and add it as content on their uh, on their site. And many of them are just automated tools, right? Right. But for the most part, those press releases are only going to stay in the search engine for 30 days on other news sites. So if you, in step number five, add the press release to your website first, it's going to be there for one, two, three, four years in, in the search engines. It's not going to go away after 30 days like it does on a news site. So it's really critical. A, you want them coming to your site if they read the press release and B, you want it to be there for a long time. Yes. So the sixth step, is you write the meta tags for the press release. And we talked about that as well in the, in the section on uh, search engine optimization. But the meta tags are your title tag, which is the title of the page describing um, the content on the page and the description and keywords meta tag. 
And then there's a couple other tags that are valuable as well, such as the H1 tag, which is the title tag of, of the page, but it, it's actually the title of the page that the consumer sees, that the reader of the website sees. But it also tells Google and the other search engines, if it's an H1 tag, this is important. This is like the title of the page for the consumers, not just the meta tags title, which really primarily the search engine see. Um, you can also use an image tag, and that's a really great strategy. If you name a picture, you know the old expression, a picture is worth a thousand words? Uh-huh. Well, it's, it's normally worth zero words to the search engine because most people name the picture like picture 47. <laughs> right. Know, Im- image 47. Jay Burr or something, if it's, you know, Jay Berkowitz. Yeah. But what you really want to do is name, name that picture something like, you know, Heil PR40 podcast equipment setup. So you've got two keyword phrases in the name of the picture, um, in the, um, in, in the uh, alt tag as well of the image. And the alt tags are there for people who are visually impaired. And also when you hover your mouse over the picture... Um, but those alt tags are read by the search engines. And those thousand words that, that we see in a picture, um, Google doesn't see any of them because they really can't read the image. They can only read the name of the image and the alt tag of the image. So step, step six is writing your meta tags, your title tag, your description tag, your keywords tag. Include those main keyword phrases that you focused on in the press release in your tags and in your alt tags and your H1 tags. Step seven is we link to the page on the press release from a blog or from an external website, even Twitter works. And I know you're, you're an active Twitterer. Oh, yeah. But the objective is to try and ensure that that page on your website gets found by the search engines. The first place that Google reads a page of new text is where they're going to give the credit for that unique assemblage of four, five, six hundred words. The, the first place Google reads it and the other search engines read it is the one they're going to give credit for for that unique set of words. And that's the one that's going to come up in the search results. In the old days, a press release might come up 10 times on a page. But now, the search engines are trying to only show the same unique set of content once. And the one they reward most often is the one they read at first. They consider that you are the originator of that unique set of 400 words, 500 words in that order. So we link to it from a blog in order to get that page indexed or read by Google. The uh, eighth step, is we ping the blog. And that means that you call the blog up in a reader or if you use a, an iGoogle or a My Yahoo or a My AOL, you know what I mean, like the customized news pages that mm-hmm. people use to read news. Um, if, if you ping your own blog, so you call up your own blog, you're forcing Google or, or you know, I use, I use My Google as mine mm-hmm. or Google Reader is great. You're forcing Google to read your blog, to call up your blog and ask, you know, the RSS feeder for the most recent blog entry, then it follows that, that links in that blog entry and you're, you're artificially um, indexing your site. You're, you're asking Google to do the work for you and start reading that page on your site. Then the ninth step. So we've done all this work. It's a lot more work than, you know, 99% of PR agencies are doing out there today. Most of them write the press release and put it on the wire. We've actually done a lot of work, but the ninth step, we're actually going to put it out on a newswire service. And we recommend a wire service called PR Web. Um, Business Wire and PR News, Newswire are also really good now at getting picked up by the search engines. But if you're really doing this tactic and, you know, you're, you're a podcaster, you're not a big company, and you don't have five $600 to do a big wire service, PR Web only costs $80. And they're really, really good at getting picked up by the search engines. 
So we put our press release on PR web. We put a credit card in. They charge $80. And we put in our title. And it's just like you copy and paste the title into PR web. It's really self-service. It's really easy to use. You copy and paste your subtitle. You copy and paste your body copy. You select the region you're targeting. Um, but no- normally it's gonna, you're going to send it out to all regions unless you're a, a local um, uh, type of business. And, um, and then it's going to set it to release it in 24 or 48 hours. And that's great because it gives you another couple days for your press release to index. And obviously if you're talking about a point in time or an event, you want to do it a couple days in advance of when it's going to go on, on PR web. And then the 10th step is just to analyze the results and, and you know, check the release and make sure that it got correctly picked up in Google and Yahoo. Um, and you want to check Google News and Yahoo News because it should be in there right away. Um, it might take four, five, six days for it to actually get picked up in the search engines, for a phrase to get picked up in the search engines, if it's going to get picked up. But for the most part, this thing works like a charm. And um, if we target two or three phrases, we almost always get one or two of those phrases on the first page of Google. That is that is very awesome stuff. Folks, I'll tell you, um, if you haven't thought about these things before, you know this is an excellent way of, of helping to gain exposure for your podcast and and your blogs of course and the other thing i just want to say and just want to toss out and i think jay will agree with me uh for a good part of this that that the main goal of our podcast here is our podcasts isn't always just to gain more numbers more listeners and uh jay have you have you heard about the book uh tribes by seth godin absolutely and um I've listened to a podcast already, which had Seth's whole presentation. Yeah, and uh, and I'm about halfway through the book. Yeah, it is an excellent book, and and it's something he he basically touches on a lot of things that I mentioned in my PodCamp NYC uh, two uh, discussion, the talk that I gave on building a community around your podcast. And I just want to, you know, we talked a lot about search engine optimization. We've been talking about getting the word out via press releases. You know, it, it, I think it's it's great and it's very important to to continue to expand your audience. But uh, don't ever do that at the at the don't ever risk losing touch with your audience. And and always make sure that you're you're focused on on honing in and building those relationships with the people who are already listening to you. And and never never look down on the on the number of people who are already there. So yeah, Cliff, you do such a great job in, in not only um, involving your community, but really honoring your community and making them um, as much a part of the show or more a part of the show than, than yourself and your wife. So, um, you know, really content is king. And you hear that at all the search engine marketing conferences. And it's even more important with podcasting, because if your content isn't great, you know, you're not, you're not going to get more than 10 minutes of a listen. Right. And um, I'm, I'm presenting at uh, the uh, Webmaster World PubCon next week in Las Vegas, and I'm on the podcasting panel and a couple other panels. But on, on my my first point on the podcasting panel is is going to be about content, uh, and and I'm supposed to be talking about promoting your podcast. Well, forget it. I mean, you can't promote garbage, so your right. content's got to be great. Well, that, that that's the reason why I really uh, was looking forward to having our conversation for these past uh, for the last episode and this episode of the podcast Answer Man. I've never done anything uh, on, with a lot of strategy to promote myself online. It, it's for me, it's always been you know, well, let's build relationships with people online and 
And I've never asked anybody, hey, will you link to my site or stuff like that? But literally thousands of people are linking back to us and stuff like that. And I really do believe that that if you build into a relationship with those who are in your community, um, you know, the there's some reciprocation that just automatically takes place and 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 people will value you valuing them. Amen. All righty. Well, um, I'll tell you what. Uh, I do want to ask you, um, talking about this web optimization thing one one more time. One of the things that I am doing for GSPN.TV, I have, I have twenty one podcasts now that I produce, and I and for GSPN.TV, I literally use one WordPress installation to host all the RSS feeds and all the posting for all those different shows. So if you were to go to weeklylostpodcast.com, it's going to go to gspn.tv slash category slash and then whatever I named that category. So here's the question I have for you. Would it be wise for me to, instead of having that forward to a subcategory of that site, since I own all these domains, I have work, I have weeklylostpodcast.com. I have, get this, I have privatepracticepodcast.com, graysanatomypodcast.com. I mean, I've got some great domains, but they're just forwarding to these other things. And so they're not really getting that good, you know, the title showing up in the Google results. Would I be better off creating some HTML landing pages that have that are optimized a little bit better, have a description, and then with a big, huge, gigantic button that says "Listen here," that then takes them to my category page. I'm. I mean, I'm not going to answer the the technical details because I'm not really, a, you know, like a programmer. Okay. But I'm going to I'm going to give you the the big broad theory, um, which is the best practices today in, in search engine marketing. Okay. You, ha- you have dozens of shows and you have dozens of websites. And I'm amazed. I don't know how you do it. I think you're awesome, man. But from a search engine strategy and best practices perspective, most people today are focusing on what's called a one-site strategy. Okay. So that would say that you know most of your content, most of you, all of your show notes, if you get into transcriptions, would all go on gspn.tv. Right. And that doesn't mean that you wouldn't, you know, spend a little bit of time on each of the unique sites. Like, for example, you could do a, a summary of each show on each unique site and then link that to, to your main site. And, you, you know, people could listen on either place. But from a pure search engine optimization perspective, your best approach is having that one big site. And, and you know, with all the podcasts you do. And if you started transcribing those shows and doing show notes and having your community on that site, I mean, you would have a monster site in the search engines that would do phenomenally well. How many, uh, one common phrase out there, and, and, and I, I don't know how this happened. Well, I do over time, I guess. But if, if you actually do a Google search for the phrase, generally speaking, pull that up and look at what happens there. And, and and I don't know if this is something they just automatically do for everybody who has a ton of different things. But if you type in generally speaking into Google, you get the generally speaking production network. And then um, underneath that is, is it's like a table with two columns of some of the most used actual categories of my site. Yeah, I think they're calling that a one box. And basically they're saying that your site 
for the phrase generally speaking, and we have the same thing for 10 golden rules. Your site is by far and away what people are looking for for the phrase generally speaking. So that they, they not only give your site the first position in Google, but they also have a link to weekly loss podcast, podcast answer man, schedule about the church, watermark church. You know, they've, they've given you eight additional little links to interior pages on your site. So they're saying, you know, by far and away, the majority of people looking for generally speaking, this is what they're looking for. That's cool. I, I want to share, share another interesting tool with you. Sure. Um, it's, it's called SEO Digger. And SEO Digger has a free tool. They also have a subscription product that's just gone up in price because it's such a good product. But if you put in your website address into SEO Digger, it tells you all the phrases that you come up for on the first two pages of Google. Oh, cool. And so you'll have a little fun with it. I'm sure you'll be playing around with it today. But for example, I put in gspn.tv and you have 140 different phrases that are on the first two pages of Google. Really? And then if you sort, you can sort it, it, it automatically sorts by, you know, position number one and then position number two. Um, so, for example, you're number one in the world for the phrase, generally speaking, number one in the world for GSPN, for Crazy Life Journal, for I Got a Mac, for Speaking Generally, <laughs> um, Lost Show TV Update, you're number three in the world, Musically Challenged, you're number two in the world. And then if I resort it by the number of searches um, that actually is the word tracker tool, uh-huh. you, the, the phrase kid show is searched 1,659 times in an average month. And you're number 17 in the world. Crazy life is searched over a thousand times. You're number nine in the world. Wow. General, generally speaking is actually searched 131 times a month. And you're number one in the world. I think 139 so, of those searches that come from people from our network. <laughs> yeah, well, e- either way, you know. But yeah. it's, 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 it's awesome. It's an awesome tool to look at how you're performing. And particularly relevant for those of us in the agency business, we can look at how our customers do um, versus their competitors. So you could look at, you know, your site versus other sites that are in the podcasting business. Absolutely. And uh, for those... SEO- yeah, SEO Digger, D-I-G-G-E-R dot com. And, you know, it's pr- you get really good results on the free tool. But obviously, if you're in the agency business, uh, as we are, you pay for the subscription tool. Gotcha. Awesome stuff, man. I, I really appreciate your taking the time out to share this stuff with me at the, and, and with our listeners. This is, I think, going to at least give some people some sites to check out, some some strategies maybe to think of when it comes to uh, their podcast. I know a lot of people are out there who are doing this and they're they're they want uh, their podcast to be maybe a cornerstone of of what they're doing as as an overall strategy for their business. And so the you know a lot of this stuff it seems to be a lot of work for for somebody like me to do and I'm I imagine that one point down the road I'm really going to get serious about my SEO. But I know that I have listeners who are listening to this. Uh for example, I have a listener uh, to the podcast answer man and happens to be one of my clients that I, I helped him design a site and he's doing um, uh, personal firearms training. So he, he's got a business where he does these classes for, for um, your personal defense. And yeah. so that, that, that's a guy who is going to listen to this episode. He's going to hear about that strategy with PR web 
and he's gonna he's gonna take he's gonna go back and listen to this episode four or five six different times make sure he's got every single step down and he's gonna go and do that thing and so i just want to let you know jay you have really helped out a lot of people by being here for these episodes and i really want to say thank you for spending your time with me Hey, I love it, Cliff. And, you know, it's, it's just, this is exciting for me because I'm sure you can tell and, and your listeners can tell I am a passionate podcaster. And it's just great because I know you've got a huge community of people who are passionate about podcasting. Everywhere I go, whether I'm walking my dog or working out in the gym or commuting, you know, driving in the car, waiting for a plane, I've got my, my iPod and I'm listening to a number of the great marketing shows. I'm listening to shows I love, like when we get in Lost season, I'm listening to your Lost podcast and I listen to the podcast Answer Man. So it's great to talk to a bunch of kindred souls, uh, people who are also passionate about podcasting. And, you know, I'd love some of them you know, to check out my show yes. uh, at 10goldenrules.com or just Google 10, uh, search 10 Golden Rules in iTunes. And, um, you know, I'd love to hear from the community. We have a, a call in line as, as you do. And I'd love to hear what the you know what they think of this show and my show, and I'd love them to participate in our community as well because I know these are these are the people who are like you and me who get it, and I know the rest of the world's going to get it eventually. Yeah, <laughs> but but we're we're on the cutting edge of of understanding the the, the, the value of podcasts. That's right, and and I just want to say uh, for for those who are listening, uh, what you're hearing between between Jay and I, believe it or not, th- this is this is a. This was a passing of ways, a shaking of a hand and an exchange of a business card just randomly at one PodCamp event that happened a year ago. And, and, and this is where we are today as a result of that. And so I really want to encourage you guys to get out and, and participate in these events where you can go and, and network with people. And, and I heard somebody say one time, it's like, you know what, you, when you go to these PodCamps, just you know, f- try, to, try to build a, a good solid relationship with about eight or nine or 10, 15 people. And I totally agree with that, but don't pass out or pass up on the opportunity to get to meet eyeball to eyeball, hand to hand with as many people as you can, because you never know when it's going to come around and, and you're going to say, wow, where's that business card from that guy I met. And uh, Jay, you're one of those guys and I'm glad I got the opportunity to meet you. And uh, so thanks again. Yeah, my pleasure, Chris Cliff. A really, really big honor for me to be a part of your shows. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you again soon.